In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back, everyone, from what I hope has been a lovely, lovely weekend. And I hope you've got a great week ahead, too. I know I do. I have the uh, the wonderful opportunity to speak to a great room this, this week in Las Vegas at a conference for um, crowdfunding, a, a conference about people who are interested in knowing more about the JOBS Act and the crowdfunding opportunities that are ahead, especially for startups in and uh, I'm really excited about that. So you can go to uh, crowdfundingbootcamp.com if you want to know more about that. So I'm looking forward to meeting those new people. And uh, I'll also look forward to sharing what I've learned here with you on the Million Dollar Mindset. Now, you know me well enough probably by now, if this isn't your first time listening or if you haven't read my ink columns, that I'm always telling my clients and readers and listeners, that if you want your business to be around and really sustainable, then you really need to be cooperating and and having a good time and strategizing and showing a strong presence in social media. And if you're B2B especially, I feel you need to be in LinkedIn and really leverage the power of LinkedIn to grow your business as well. There are so many opportunities untapped out there for you. But LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a little bit confusing for me anyway. I find for me personally, I find LinkedIn to be the, the trickiest of, of the social media platforms that I use. It's just not as straight and simple and straightforward. And there are are certainly some rules of etiquette as in any social media platform. But there are always a lot of changes going on over at LinkedIn, as I see it anyway. And so, you know, I wonder, how do we keep up on these changes? They're, they're not necessarily widely announced if you're not there every single day or if you're not a, a, a professional LinkedIn expert, you may miss some important changes over at LinkedIn. And how do you prevent making crazy mistakes, sometimes even costly mistakes or mistakes that can, can mar your image somehow? And your image is, is what you've got in social media. So that's certainly Certainly very, very important. Well, if you haven't seen it yet, today's article over on Inc.com is six tips for mastering your new LinkedIn profile. And specifically, we talked about that profile page and speaking of changes, how how that 
uh, configuration has changed and some really important things over there on your own LinkedIn profile that you need to stay on top of. And to write that article, I turn to an expert because I'm certainly not one. And this is Wayne Breitbarth. And Wayne was just a fabulous, fabulous and very generous spirit in creating that article. So make sure and check it out. And Wayne is also with us here on the show today. Wayne is the author of The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. And he's been sharing his passion for social media with thousands of business professionals through private business consulting and dynamic presentations to audiences all over for for the last four years. And his clients include Inc. Magazine, which you know I have an affinity for, the American Marketing Association, and the American Society for Quality, and many more. And he draws on 30 years of experience in areas of operations, finance, management, consulting, and business ownership to help these companies develop a comprehensive strategy for using LinkedIn to create sales, to raise brand awareness, recruit employees, and reduce recruiting fees, and discuss discover new markets for their products and services. So certainly Wayne is an expert. And so I am very honored to have you here today. Wayne Breitbarth, thanks for joining us. Hi, Marla. It's so great to be on. Oh, thanks so much. I'm really excited about having you. Your your book is fabulous, The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, Kickstart Your Business, Brand, and Job Search. And congratulations, uh, the number one LinkedIn book on Amazon since May of 2011. That's saying quite a bit. I tell you, who would have ever thought... Uh a 52-year-old CPA from the Midwest would have that. It's crazy. Oh, well, you deserve it. I've really enjoyed the book. And, uh, you know, I love it because you make it simple. You point out some really critical things that most of us would never have thought of. And uh, LinkedIn can be really, really intimidating and, and, and confusing because there are so many ways to use LinkedIn and so many different strategies that you can put in place. And it, it is a power tool for so many different audiences. So, Wayne, the first thing I'd love to know is, you know, how does a finance guy, an operations guy from the Midwest uh, decide one day that he wants to become such a renowned LinkedIn expert? How, how did that happen? You know, a lot of things come out of necessity. <laughs> and uh, it was four years ago in the middle of a recession in the office furniture industry and really most industries, right, four years ago. And we were trying to find a way to grow when the market was not growing. And I had a friend that came up to me at church every Sunday and got in my face and hounded me about LinkedIn. And I blew him off every week. I mean, I would just say, listen, I'm not doing this stupid stuff. It's for my kids. I'm not interested. I'm 50. Go away. (laughs) And finally, I broke down and I tried it when I was on a business trip once. And I'll never forget it because I sat in my hotel room and I said, I'll try this crazy thing because nobody's watching. (laughs) (laughs) And 25 minutes into my experiment, I said, oh my gosh, he was right. I think this thing could help us sell some furniture. And then I just, when I came back, I bought a couple of books. I'm a bean counter, as I mentioned. And we learned things that way, reading and being very methodical. And I studied that for two months without anybody knowing other than my wife. 
And I, then I trained my sales folks how to use it. I had five salespeople at the time here in the office furniture dealership that I'm involved in. And uh, figured I was all done. You know, I, I shouldn't have to really do it. I showed everybody how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing you know, every, they, they went around town and t- my boss knows how to teach LinkedIn. You want to hear me? I'll help you. And get this, after one year of teaching, I taught 105 classes to 4,500 people. It was crazy. But, and so what I figured was I struck a chord, right? I mean, there are so many people on LinkedIn, but nobody really knows how to use it. And I think I've sort of figured out how, to, how people can use it. And it was at the end of that first year that my wife finally came to a class. And I think she came to see if I had a girlfriend or something because I was <laughs> never home, right? I was gone all the time. 105 classes on top of your day jobs a lot, right? And, she, and it was her idea when we got in that car that night and I held up the other books that I read and learned from. And she said, you shouldn't do that. I said, why shouldn't I do that? She said, well, those people go buy that guy's book. Those books, I said, that's okay. I'm just trying to help people. She said, well, we should write a book. I said, what? I said, you know how I write? She says, oh, I know how you write. <laughs> so so she's my editor, and we went on this journey of writing this book, and we thought for sure it would, just, it would be self-published, and that'd be fine. I just wanted to get my ideas out on paper because it seemed like I was helping people. And the next thing you know, publishers wanted the book because they thought, you know what, we really love your book. And I asked one, one of the publishers, I said, why do you love my book so much? He said, because we like the fact that you didn't go into this hook, line, and sinker and that you went in sort of kicking and screaming and we think plenty of people in the social media space are in that area. Yeah, and that's so true. They called it just right because, you know, even I'm surprised. I am far from a social media expert. However, that, that is how I get 90% of, of my clients, prospects. And so I probably know a little more than the average person. And it st- surprises me how many business owners, especially because that's who I deal with, um, still aren't even in social media and how many more are especially resistant to LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I think, is the most difficult one to encourage people to dip their toe in. It, do you agree with me on that, Wayne? Well, I heard you say that a couple times now, and maybe because I've been doing it so long, I don't see it as difficult anymore, but it, it, what it does have, and you said that early on, it's got so many different ways to use it, and, and there are lots of settings, and all, right. both of those things make it difficult, but they also make it the reason it's really so different than Facebook and Twitter and the rest of them, right? Mm-hmm. Business people love the fact that they can control the thing, both on what it does and how it looks and what they're trying to do with it, so it isn't just this open season of everybody bothering them and vice versa. So I, I think it's the, those complexities that are also the, one of its benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And to a newcomer, even someone who uses it but who isn't necessarily a seasoned user, it can feel a little overwhelming because you do have to learn a few more things than you do on Facebook or Twitter or even you know, YouTube, Pinterest, or whatever your choice is. Um, and, and so it can be just a little more overwhelming in terms of time, too, not necessarily the brains it takes, but, you know, just for, for business owners who are crazy busy. But it's important. It's really important that people learn to do this. But we do make mistakes when we go in, on to LinkedIn. And, you know, I think even seasoned, seasoned users make mistakes on LinkedIn. And we're going to go into a break in about a minute or so. And when we come back from that break, I'd love to 
talk to you, to learn your opinion about what you think the most common mistakes people are making on LinkedIn and, and how to avoid those mistakes, how to better set yourself up to, to work at like a pro, if you will. And I'd like to remind our listeners, please, uh, to go on over to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco or you can just go to ink.com and google linkedin and i know that this article will come up for you six tips for mastering your new linkedin profile just posted today uh, my chat with wayne and uh, it's getting a lot of, a lot of nice traffic and a lot of great feedback so i think you'll find it valuable what's really funny is i've had so many people comment on facebook and twitter saying my goodness i didn't even know there was a change to the profile section Oh, my goodness. You know, and that was my reaction, too. I didn't know either. So go enjoy that article and come back here in just a couple minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. What time is it? It's MILF and Cookies time. Join the rowdy and fun world of Shannon and Amy, two moms I'd like to Facebook and catch a glimpse of these two best friends as they enjoy their MILF status and devise ways to keep it. They, along with their special guests, will happily reveal their best-kept secrets on how to feel beautiful from the inside out. Some of the fun segments include Happy Hour with Skinny Girl Margaritas, Confessions of a Bad Eater, Making Your Own Money is So Hot, for keeping your milk status. And don't forget the cookies. We're still moms after all. And best friends are like a good brawl. They never leave you hanging. Shannon represents the ladies in their 40s and is also a woman who came into her cool status late in life after a good long run with a glee club. Amy, on the other hand, is walking the 30 set and as a high school cheerleader has pretty much been cool her whole life. Look up with hosts Shannon and Amy every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Central for Filth and Cookies here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you've ever been confused about the facts surrounding non-surgical rejuvenation and cosmetic plastic surgery, we're pleased to introduce to the Rockstar Radio Network audience, Spirit Lift, Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, host Kim McKenna and plastic surgeon Dr. Sadi Irfani will help dispel the myths surrounding this exciting field and lift the veil of mystery on a very important topic. With advances in nutrition and self-care, many of us want to look as young and vibrant outside as we feel inside. Plus, listeners will be able to call in live and share their questions and get advice on the air. A show where you will learn how to look and feel your best and be your best. Join us to have your spirit lifted on Spirit Lift, Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Well, Wayne Breitbarth is certainly passionate about helping business professionals from entry level on, a, on up to CEOs learn how to combine their experience and their relationships with the tool 
LinkedIn, and we're very fortunate enough to have him here today with us on Million Dollar Mindset. Thanks for being here today, Wayne. Uh, going into break, you know, I asked, I asked, I'm curious. People make mistakes in social media. Of course, we do. We all do. We all make mistakes. What are some of the most common things you see going on in LinkedIn? Yeah, the um, I would say the. The highest level mistake is not having a strategy. It's just amazing how many people that I stand in front of and I ask the question, okay, so let's throw out some of the reasons that you're on LinkedIn and what your strategy is for using, and I get this blank look like, supposed to have a strategy? And, And it's like... So if you don't have a strategy, why are you using it? Well, because a friend told me or whatever. That's the worst reason in the world. So it's got to start with a strategy. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? And what LinkedIn does really well are these four things, marketing, communicating, networking, and branding. That's what it does, and, and, and researching. Those are the things that it does really well. So the strategy needs to revolve around one of those things, you know, and so once you got a strategy, okay, for a perfect example would be, let's say I want to meet, I want to meet more attorneys because that's who I sell my stuff to. Okay, so you got a strategy that you would like to meet some more attorneys in your marketplace so you can have some appointments, some presentation appointments. Okay, now what tactics and features are you going to use on LinkedIn to make that strategy take place? So that's the first mistake, people. They, they have not defined their strategy. Now, more of the tactical mistakes that people are making are, number one, on their profile, not knowing how important keywords are. And so they don't even have their keyword in the profile maybe one time, not realizing at the simplest level LinkedIn is just a people search search engine. That's all it is. And you think about all the search engines we have in the world, and they're all geared around keywords. So, for example, you know, my keywords are office furniture and LinkedIn trainer and LinkedIn consultant and LinkedIn author and interior design for the other part of my life. And, and so that's what you got to be putting in your profile. Nobody realizes that. And the second part of the mistake that they're making on their profile is poor or incomplete profiles. I mean, just think about this, Marla, is that people are using profiles to compare us. It is a beauty contest. And... As we speak, people are looking at our profiles, and they're comparing you to other people that look like they do the same thing as you do. And if you don't have much on your profile, you're not going to get that phone call. I mean, I had a guy just in three weeks ago in the office furniture business here, and we had a nice tour and all that stuff. And I said, so where are you going next? He said, well, I'm going across town over to hear your competitors. He says, oh, they're nice people. You all have a great talk. Who are you meeting with? And before you know it, he opened up his briefcase. He pulled out my profile. And the other guy's profile, mine was seven pages with lots of recommendations and lots of awards we won and all that. And the other guy's profile was a half a page. Mm. So all I know is before he met with me and going to meet with the other person, he's starting to put formulate his idea and who he thinks is the best. And, hey, my profile is, is killer, as you would expect, right? And, and so people don't realize they may not be getting a phone call that they normally would get if they had a chance to tell the person their stories. Well, that's what your profile's for. Yeah. It's, it's for keywords and stories and keywords and stories and keywords and stories and keywords and stories until so you're sick of them. That's <laughs> just, <how, laughs> just how it works. And, and so that's a mistake is having poor and complete profiles, not having keywords in there. Um, now, the other thing that's a big mistake is you don't have any thought or strategy on who you're going to connect with, mm-hmm. right? You're sort of going, 
Oh, I don't know this person. Yeah, this person no. And I go, well, why is that a no? Well, I don't know. I don't know who they are. And I ask the question, okay, look at their profile. Would you like to know them? Oh, maybe. I said, well, you're going to go to a chamber event tonight. You're going to shake a bunch of hands with people, and you're going to meet people for the first time, and you're going to begin relationships. Can you do the same thing on LinkedIn? Yeah. So should you do it strategically? Yeah. Not saying to connect with everybody, but I'm saying it's a great tool for beginning new relationships with people. When you look at their profile, you say to yourself, I'd like to meet that person. Looks like a nice person that we could help each other. And so many people are used to the good old-fashioned way of meeting people. And believe me, that's me. I'm 54. You know, handshake or hug, right? Handshake or hug. That's how we met everybody. Well, that's how it was. And still, you'd still, we still do that. We still. I'm not saying you don't do that stuff. But lots of new relationships can begin virtually before they turn into a handshake or a hug, right? But that starts with you saying, okay, these are the kind of people I'm going to connect with, and this is my strategy behind that. So, you know, those would be the major mistakes, and they're really sort of all dovetail around really strategy, right, and having one. Yeah, yeah, those are major mistakes. And I'd even like to add one because this is one of my pet peeves. When, when people decide that they want to connect with, with me uh, and, and they don't customize the invitation, they just send the generic LinkedIn, I'd like to add you to my you know connections or whatever it says, that really gets me because now I've got to go do my research or now I've got to uh, determine, okay, I'm not even going to bother with this person or, you know, understand whether or not this is just some quack, which does happen, or if it's a viable connection for me. What are your thoughts on that? That is one of my major pet thieves, too. And I wrote a blog post on that about three weeks ago that's on my website about that whole idea that it's disrespectful, and I use the word disrespectful, mm-hmm. to ask people into your network your network to be in that privileged position of the first level without explaining a couple of things to them, like, number one, did we ever meet? Where do we meet? Or number two, how could we help each other? And one of the problems we got is LinkedIn has tools, including your mobile app, that doesn't allow you to write a, a customized invitation. And people you may know is another section. And the alumni section, those are places where they have these nice little connect buttons, and you don't get a chance to write a, a customized invitation. So I tell people, listen, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a buddy you know really well, okay, do what you want. But if it's somebody you want to meet for the very first time, you better get rid, not use that standard invitation, and you better not use those automatic tools. Write the person's name down. If you found them in the alumni or found them in people you may know. Go to their profile. Hit the connect button from there so you can at least say a little bit. You got 300 characters. I know it's not a lot, but it's enough at least to put forward an effort to say why would it be good for both of us to be connected. Yeah, it sure is. And you just answered one of my questions, Wayne. So thank you very much. When when those people you may know um, indicators pop up, you know, I've always wondered if well, okay, they're they're already in my network somehow. You know, maybe they're second or third tier connections and maybe it just automatically connects me. I wasn't sure if it still sends them that that request and if they have to approve it. So you're saying that it doesn't just automatically connect, that they're still getting that standard, I'd like to add you to my professional network. Yeah, nobody can be connected to you without you saying yes, yeah. but it does send the standard invite, which as far as I'm concerned is a no-no. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. So good. I, I, I don't do that, but I've always wondered, am I making a mistake by not doing that? So that's great to know. So go look them up on LinkedIn if you're interested in connecting with them and actually send them that personal invitation. Very good. Thank you for you're that. Welcome. Good. So the types of people you want to connect with, you've already kind of profiled that. Look at your strategy, design a strategy. It doesn't take a lot of time to do that, does it? No, because it's as simple as who do you want to meet out in the regular world now, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. once I ask people three or four follow-up questions, I say, well, those are the same people you want to hook up with on LinkedIn. Why was that so difficult? You know, it's because maybe it's new or different. I don't know. Right, right. I know that oftentimes when I say that to clients, it's, oh, I don't have time to sit down and write another business plan. Well, it's not like that. A social media plan can be very, very simple and direct. It can be put on one page or half a page. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think about how you can use a tool like LinkedIn before and even before a networking event or a conference where you do your homework, you get that attendee list if you can, and you do your homework. So when you walk into that networking event, think about this, Marla. We used to walk into a room and we go, oh, my gosh, there's 100 people here. I don't, how do I know the five I want to meet? Right. Well, you can do that now because there are pictures on their profile. You can walk into that, into that conference or into that networking event confident that you go, you know what? These are the five people I'm meeting before I go home. Not yeah. that the other 95 aren't nice people, but you're there to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've even I've got a great example of that. I I agree wholeheartedly. And I'm speaking at this event in Las Vegas this week. And, you know, it's a a fairly large event. And there are going to be some real movers and shakers there, people I'd like to shake hands with. And so you better believe that I'm connecting with the other speakers um, on LinkedIn and getting to know them a little bit before even going to the conference. So now that just really opens that door to walk up to the person and say, hey, Scott, I connected with you last week. Thanks so much, and so on and so forth. I mean, so think of the a- comfort. Yeah, just think oh. of the comfort level you will now have because of yep. the LinkedIn tool, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it tells me something about them that, you know, gives me the opportunity to create conversation. And like you said, it adds that comfort level. And uh, I don't feel like a fool when somebody introduces me and I don't know who the person is because that's so awkward, right? I agree. You know, the day's going to come. I'm pretty confident of this. I don't know how soon it's going to be. When you walk up to somebody and they'll say, you'll say, well, so tell me about yourself. And, and that person will go, hold it. We're living in this this time when LinkedIn exists, and you're going to ask me just to tell me about yourself. Didn't you look at my profile ahead of time before we met? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can really impress the pants off of people when, when you say, you know, so it's great connecting with you. So, And then ask them a very specific question. And that just creates such a deeper bond so much more quickly than, than it would in our traditional way of networking. Wait, we're going into another break. This time is going so fast. Oh, my goodness. I always say that, but I, I, I always mean it, too. So make sure that you head on over to Wayne's website, Power Formula dot net powerformula.net and uh, you know if if you don't know how to keep up with the changes over on LinkedIn and the strategies that you should maybe be employing and so on there's a great opportunity over there to sign up for uh, Wayne's uh, weekly tips 
books. Those are absolutely free and book updates because, you know, this book is in print and it's not going to, it's, it's not certainly not evergreen. No social media book or marketing book for that fact is. So make sure and go sign up powerformula.net and check out the ink column as well. Ink.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. And uh, leave us a comment. Put your questions in there if you'd like to. And uh, perhaps Wayne will get back to you on that. Thanks. This is Marla Tabaka. We'll be back in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. Through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitohata. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions. From organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management. The holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So we're having some fun here today, and I want to tell you about next week's guest as well, because it too will be a phenomenal show. Charmaine Hammond is a best-selling author. She's an award-winning author. In fact, her bestseller 
on Toby's terms is currently being made into a major motion picture. So we're really excited about that. And and next week, she's here to talk to us about bouncing forward and creating your best life. It's a secret that many people, especially leaders, business owners, are still trying to uncover. And Charmaine's got some phenomenal tips for us next week. So be sure and join in with uh, me, Marla Tabaka, and Charmaine Hammond next week. I'm excited about that. So Wayne, thanks again for being here and and having such fun and and already learning so much from you. Um, You know, people always ask me, okay, how can how can LinkedIn really change the bottom line for me? And we have all the answers. And it's nice to hear stories from people who have actually done it, people who have actually grown their business and and enlarged. Thank LinkedIn for that. Do you have any stories, examples of how some of your clients have made money using LinkedIn? Sure. Uh, The number one story that I hear from people that makes the impact on the bottom line quick quickly is by using advanced people searching on LinkedIn. And the stories go always go like this, and I can tell you one right here from our own office furniture dealership where we we heard about a project and it was going to be a very important project, lots of furniture, and we had no connections in town. We were not the incumbent. We didn't know anybody at the company. But once we searched on LinkedIn, we could find um, that a a friend of one of our sales folks who is a doctor in Madison, 90 miles away, used to play golf with the CEO of the, of the company that we're trying to get into. And so we worked that first relationship to get to a second relationship, second degree relationship. And the next thing you know, that CEO walked into the facilities person and said, we're going to need some other pricing other than our incumbent. And I'd like you to use these guys because it's a good friend of mine referred me and we were in there and we got a nice chunk of the project uh so i'll tell you another advanced people searching story and it's about my daughter my daughter she she got her job in college simply by searching into a company chico's you probably know a little ladies clothing store and she searched in there and found out who a high-ranking marketing official was because she applied for a marketing job and and she was able to learn some information from the profile put together a fedex with information that she could share that looked like consistent with what where she had come from, went to school in Boston and all this kind of stuff. Next thing you know, they called and brought her down for an interview. She got the job just like that, and it was about that research. It, you know, it's about using those profiles. Um, I've got another friend who um, consistently uses advanced people searching to connect with people and organizations that he wants to sell to, but not he can't always get through the person, let's say, in the purchasing department. So he will connect with the most connected, people with the most LinkedIn connections in that company because there's a good chance those people will accept his connection request because they're just natural networkers, right? Mm -hmm. And so he uses that ability to have an insider. And the minute you bring that first level connection, and even if not for an exact same department, you can start making a friend, making a connection, but also think about it. You get a whole bunch of second-degree connections that come from that same company just because you now have a first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can start working those. And uh, and so really, it's 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 the same way we used to use the telephone, only it makes it a whole heck of a lot easier. And, and um, broader scope, broader in scope. I mean, you can reach a lot more people this way or, or know a lot more people this way. That's a great tip. 
Wow. I've got one as well. I, I once worked with a client who who created very, very, she was a designer, and she created very, very high-end uh, pieces for resorts and spas to give to their guests, you know, those guests that spend five and $10,000 a night to stay there. And so you must, I, I mean, my gosh, you got to realize there's just a handful of such spas in the world, and it's got to be tough to connect to those people. And so you know, she was struggling a little bit. And so I I kept forcing the issue of LinkedIn and uh, insisting that those people would be on there. And sure enough, uh, she started using LinkedIn and found two people at two separate spas that she knew in the business way back when and uh, had the opportunity to provide to those spas because of that connection, turned her business absolutely around. So, yeah. I mean, what, what's amazing is that there is this database now of 175 million business professionals around the world that we can access by using keywords, parts of the country, schools people went to. And for you and I, it's like, well, of course, it's the greatest database in the world. And then you'll meet a business person this afternoon and they'll go, you can do that with LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so much we we uh, we don't know as much as as we like to think we do for certain because there's always something changing and growing on LinkedIn. And I know that um, the piece today over at at, at uh, Inc is about the profile page and how important it is that you you update that. You gave us some great tips. Are there some other things that we need to be aware of over at LinkedIn? Well, I'll tell you what. One, there's a feature that came out last fall, so it's it's still fairly new, but I'm simply amazed how many people haven't seen it. And then once I show it to people, their jaw just drops. <laughs> and it's a thing called alumni. And I, it's called alumni, but it's really, really hard to find. And the way you get to it is you go up to your contacts on the top toolbar, and what you, the, the menu that pops up will show the schools that you went to. And you just slide down there and click any one of those schools. And the next thing you know, you can completely search into every person that went to school where you went and is on LinkedIn. And it will show you where they work, what they do, where they live. And then it'll, and you can, you can click on and dive deeper then. So for example, when I go into Marquette, which is where I went, and it defaults to the five years I was there, there's 42 people from Rockwell Automation and, and 20 of them are Milwaukee and eight of them are engineers. I can look at the profiles of the eight engineers, but only because it, it sort of dives me in and says, here's these people. I'm going to only find the people from Marquette. And then here's the twist to that. You can, you don't have to just pick the years you were there. You can open it up to all the years the Marquette's ever been around. And, and number two, you can actually search into schools that you haven't gone to to begin some strategy ideas around that, too. This alumni feature is just a killer. Wow, I'll say it is. Yeah, that's fabulous. It's fabulous to know. About. And yet, yet they don't tell anybody. It's sort of crazy, isn't it? Yes. But that's why they need people like me around. Yeah, exactly. It is interesting. <laughs> that LinkedIn doesn't put out these little updates about changes. Why? Do, uh, well, I'm not even going to ask why. Yeah, there right. is no why behind it. But you're right. That's why we have people like you around, Wayne. So thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, the company profile mystery. So, you know, like like most people, I I decided to dip my toe in LinkedIn and uh, I didn't set up a company page. I, I set up a profile page, a profile. Uh, what's what's the difference? And and do do I need to have both? Do people need to have both? 
Okay, so first off, it used to be called a company profile, now it's a company page. Uh, and do people need to have one? Well, do you want another spot for free that you can get your company to show up on the first page of a Google search? Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? Most people go, okay, there's only 10 spots in the first page. One's my website already, and you're telling me you can give me another one for nothing? Yeah, you can get another one for nothing. So the answer is, should you? Well, yeah, you should, because it's just another point of exposure. And so um, what's going on at the company page that makes it different and and sometimes it's not so different from the standpoint of you know I'm in I'm a LinkedIn guy and I've got one employee but I still have a company page and the same with you probably in your consulting business you have know, loads of employees you know it's easy for Coca Cola and HP to have a company page you got you know whatever how many employees but every business person should have a company page even if they're a company of one the reason is is because number one I mentioned already it was the, the Google exposure but number two. When people go up on the up on the top toolbar and they click the word companies, what pops up right there is a big box that says search for companies. And if they search for, for example, they put it says search by company name, keyword, or industry. They put office furniture in there. And if you don't have a company page, guess what? You don't show up. And so people are not only searching for people on LinkedIn, which is primary, at least it is right now, but now they're beginning to search for companies. But what's also on your company page, don't forget, is all the people that work for your company. They populate the page. That's really where the action is because they want to meet a person. They want to see if any of their friends know somebody who works inside that company. So, you know, the company page is, is just a total missed opportunity for exposure and opportunity. And it's, like I said, you know, most of us business folks have more time than money. So spend a little time. Get get your company page up to date. Put some of your keywords in there. Put your products and services in there. Make sure your employees have the correct name for your company. Sounds sort of dumb, but you would be surprised how many owners I meet. Well, where's everybody else? And I said, well, you've got other divisions? Yeah, well, we have this division. I said, well, the minute somebody types in a different division, LinkedIn doesn't know where to put it, and they start a new company page. So you've got to strategize behind some of these things to make sure that the people end up in the right spot. Boy, the company page is beginning to be more and more robust. And one thing I didn't mention yet are status updates. And status updates on company pages do not go out to connections because, remember, this is not a person. It's a company. They go out to followers. And like Facebook, followers are going to be another way to gather gather fans and share information. And what's so cool about the company page and your status updates, number one, you can segment those to certain people in your follower base. But number two, you can probably do a little more marketing than you can with your individual status updates because people know it's coming from a company. Interesting. You're right. Yeah, it doesn't feel like solicitation then. Right. They've agreed, right? They want to hear from the company. Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, they're already loyal followers. They're 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 following you, and this is a great opportunity. Fabulous, fabulous, wonderful. Okay, so we've talked. Of course, we're going to go into break again. Our final break in just about a minute. But we've been really talking to the small or businesses of any size, really, and how to keep current on LinkedIn and how to use it really effectively. 
When we come back from break, Wayne, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to spend a few minutes on people who are job searching because we, we have a lot of those out there right now. And uh, how do you get that resume really pumped up and ready to be on LinkedIn and use it effectively on LinkedIn to actually get out there and uh, put on a great face and, and find that ideal job? Because those jobs are out there, but you have to know somebody nowadays. And uh, I think LinkedIn is one of the perfect places to achieve that. We'll be back in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright. Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks again for being here today. We are with Wayne Breitbarth, and Wayne is the author of The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. Fabulous book, highly recommend it, and I also recommend his weekly tips because those will keep you on top of what's going on over at LinkedIn, things you really need to know about so that you don't fall behind. So check out his website at powerformula.net. And in this final segment of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, people who are out there seeking employment opportunities 
things because, you know, for me, go away from career builder and those kinds of places. Sorry, I don't mean to name them by name, but we all know who they are. I have never known anyone to land a job via that avenue, but I have known tons of people to land jobs and great opportunities at LinkedIn. So, Wayne, why don't you take it away and, and give us some great solid tips on doing that? You bet. This is a one of my focus areas for sure, and mostly because um, I do talks around the country for job seekers, and they so need a tool like LinkedIn to, to make that leap into their next great job. And I meet so many people that are thinking that they're going to find the job the good old-fashioned way, and the good old-fashioned way people are not using anymore. And so LinkedIn is just that tool. As a matter of fact, the chapter in the book I wrote specifically for them is LinkedIn will become your new best friend. And I think that's how it has to go down because because the people looking for them, HR people, recruiters, owners of companies, they're using LinkedIn. So when I find that out, then they have to be on LinkedIn and do a really good job. And and what a really good job on LinkedIn is this, is making sure we're back to that beauty contest idea we talked about in the very first segment, is making sure that, number one, the right keywords are in there because people are going to look for those. That's how they're going to find you in the first place. But then secondly, if when they land on their profile, do you look like you're the best person in the sandbox? Mm-hmm. You know, does it just scream out how good you are? And and one of the problems we have, Marla, I don't know about you, but when, when I was growing up, my mom would yell at me for bragging. She would say, you don't brag around this house, son. Go to your room for a while, right? Well, right. what are we asked to do on a LinkedIn profile? You're, 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 you got to do it, right? Yep, you do. You do. You have to stand out from the crowd, and some people see that as bragging. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, some people have this problem. I said, listen, I can tell you can't do this by yourself. You find somebody in your life that loves you and say, no, why do you like me so much? <laughs> and then just let them, <laughs> let them help you with your profile. And it's, it starts off with knowing what kind of job you want to have. One of the problems with the profile is, it looks like a resume, so we load it up with all our resume stuff, which is backward-looking, right? And we go, okay, I'm all done, I guess. And I'll say, was that the kind that you want a job just like the job you used to have to? Well, no, I'm thinking of going a little different. I said, well, then you got to tell the story in your profile about why all that experience you have is going to make you perfect for this job that you want so that when somebody reads your profile, they know exactly what job you're looking for and whether they got that or not. So... That's the first thing is make sure your profile is forward-looking and it has why you think you're you're qualified to do that based on your past history and your passions and desires and what you're trying to accomplish, not just load up all your history stuff and be done with it. And then number two, you've got to connect with a lot of people. Connections on LinkedIn are the gasoline in the tank. I don't know any other way to say it except that the search engine works in such a way that you're going to end up higher on searches by having the right keywords and by having a lot of connections. Now, I'm not saying to connect with those people halfway around the world who have hardly anything in their profile and they probably aren't even a real person. I'm saying when people want to connect with you and when you're reaching out to people that are in your industry, in your town, work for the companies you want to work for, those are the people. you got to sort of be a little more aggressive than you have been because that's how you're going to win that the whole searching game on LinkedIn. The other thing you got to do a lot of if you're a job seeker is you got to join groups. 
you got to join groups, especially the groups that are in the industry that you're in. And you get 50 groups on LinkedIn. And whenever I say, listen, if you're a job seeker, you better join 50 groups. And somebody stands up and says, oh, Wayne, you were doing just fine until you told me that. I said, what's the matter? I'm not joining 50 groups because I don't want to get all those what? You know what they are? Emails. Uh-huh. Well, you're you're one setting away from doing a perfect strategy on groups. You just go up to your settings, go and then click on the groups tab, and there's a setting there for setting the email emails you get. And so my point to people is, join a lot of groups. You should join 50 if you're a job seeker. 10 or 12 or 15 of those groups will be groups that you want to make sure you get an email, either weekly or daily. That's the setting choice. Or the other 35 groups. Join other groups of significance, but turn off the emails. That way you have the exposure if they're looking for you in a search and and also vice versa. But you'll never get an email from that group. It just increases your exposure. That's what we're trying to get here, especially in the job seeker space, right? And so so those are some great tips. And I've got a few other tips on my website. Um, powerformula.net. If you go to my the, the tab called Resources and slide down to free, I've got a PDF file called Red Hot LinkedIn Tips for Job Seekers. And there's like 11 other P- free PDFs there, other worksheets and stuff that you can grab as well. But make sure you get this one. It's going to take you through these little-known things like the alumni feature we talked about and this whole idea behind connections and groups. I mean, all of this stuff is understanding how the tool works, and then putting your strategy together. And and I'll tell you what, one of the non-LinkedIn suggestions that I make to most job seeker groups that I teach, and I'm doing one again this Thursday, is listen, you better get a buddy. Everybody in this room needs a buddy. Why do I need a buddy, Wayne? You need a buddy because this is hard, hard to do. I know it's hard to do. And whenever things are hard to do, you need a friend to push you along and keep you accountable. It's like when I taught youth group for the 7th and 8th grade about accountability. I said, you guys need that kind of accountability to say, we're going to do this thing together. We know we got to do something different in order to find that new job. Let's work on this together and keep each other accountable, too, in the steps Wayne's outlined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is such a great tip. That accountability is so important and to motivate one another and encourage one another. There's just uh, such a value in that. Wayne, would you mind talking to us a little bit about strategy within the groups? Okay, so I joined this group and uh, I am in furniture sales. What what am I trying to achieve in this group? Am I answering questions? Am I creating conversation? What is my goal? Yeah, so your goal, not just in groups, but everywhere on LinkedIn, is to so that people know what you're expert at and they they respect your knowledge and your experience. And the way you do that is by being very smart about what you say and what you post and what you what you uh, get involved in. And so, for example. If I, in my position, I like to network with people who are in the building industry because if I see about building projects, then I can get, we can get involved and maybe have a better chance at the office furniture. Well, you want to, what you want to do is you want to share good information with people in that group that you know about that helps their job be easier, whether it's specifying furniture or it's the newest software that goes in, in the program about buildings and furniture and maybe it's ergonomics. So what you have to think about is you have to think about your expertise and what you're trying to tell people you're, you're really good at and engage in those conversations that moves your agenda of being an expert in front of people. And, and that's a little weird to people. I mean, it's a little sort of a new space because we've never had a place to share our expertise 
individually, right? We really haven't. And so now we have this opportunity. So my suggestion is when it comes to group discussions and even with individual status updates, when somebody says to me, I don't know what to say, Wayne. I'll say, well, here's the situation. Did you read anything good this week that you know somebody, people in that group or some people that you're connected to would, would like? Oh, sure. I have lots of people that would like some of the articles I read. I said, that's it then. Use that article, post it in the group, share some information above the article and say, on page five of this article is a great checklist that you're going to find so useful. Now, what did you just do? You told people, listen, I'm an expert and I'm here to help you. And that's what you try to do in all those situations, right? Love it. I love it. That's fabulous advice. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Wayne. I have one more area I'd like to explore in the last uh, three minutes of the show, if you will. And, you know, you mentioned uh, finding employees, prospect, prospective employees on LinkedIn. I've got a lot of clients who are growing who need to find some really promising talent. What are a few tips? Okay, here we go. Number one, make sure you use the status update box on your in your own network, and just simply ask your network if they know of anybody that would that would be good for this position. I, I when I teach my class on LinkedIn for HR professionals, they tell me that's the number one place is to use the status update and just simply ask your network what's up and we've got this job posted. Do you know anyone? Number two, use advanced people searching to zero in on the exact right candidate you're looking for. And the reason you can find your exact right candidate is because you're using the, what we talked about so many times today is keywords. Keywords, 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 keywords. Use the alumni feature. It's fantastic. Post your job in a group. Every group has a jobs tab. And you can post a jobs discussion. And a jobs discussion can be as simple as, we have this opening at our place. It's great. The other thing you can do is you can actually, when you do an advanced people search, is you can, you can go in and search through other companies in your industry that, and then search for certain job titles. And you can actually see the people that work at, uh, at, at some of your competitors and see if people used to work there or still work there and you want to make a connection with them. Because one of the nicest things about LinkedIn is, and recruiters love it for this, and HR people too, is you can find people who aren't necessarily really looking. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes... That's a great opportunity for your yep. company, bringing in that experience. Wayne Breitbart, thank you so much for being here with us today. Is there anything you'd like to share in this final minute with our listeners? Well, I would love to have your listeners visit my website, powerformula.net, where you'll get all kinds of great information on the free resources tab. And if, if you don't have a workbook on how to do LinkedIn, you should run out and get my book or download it on your Kindle. I think you'll find it a good step-by-step, and you'll hear, see lots of humor and fun and you'll get to know me and then hey i'd love to connect with your listeners too but remember don't use that standard invitation (laughs) (laughs) so true well it's been delightful thank you for being with me here today wayne and i look forward to continuing this relationship over on linkedin and via email and and getting another story out there pretty soon on on ink so thank you wayne and everyone listening please make sure to join me next week with charmaine hammond who's a best-selling award-winning author on Toby's Terms is being made into a major motion picture and Charmaine has a new book release and she's going to give you 
some great tips from that book, and she is just a delight. I've spoken with Charmaine in the past, and uh, I promise you, it too is going to be an outstanding show. So I look forward to seeing you here next week, same time on The Million Dollar Mindset. And again, please visit over at Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there,